the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. At 12.06 on this Wednesday, very still, a little bit of a stormy Wednesday. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, listen, remember, maybe you're saying, yeah, but Juan, where I live, I can't get the AM 1380, which is a very strong signal, by the way. I was on 95 yesterday in North Kingstown, and it comes in very clear. So it depends on where you are. Northern part of the state, it's a flamethrower. And, you know, and those even, you know, we have so many Massachusetts listeners and so forth. Uh, but you can always listen online at the website. You just go to dipetro.com, click listen live, and boom, there I am. Folks, this portion of the John DePetro Show, and I also want to welcome in everyone that enjoys our noon report. Do it every day at 12. Find me on Facebook. Now, you're saying, Juan, how can I find you at Facebook? Well, we've started this partnership with RI1 News, and uh, so far it's going very, very well. But if you go to my regular Facebook page, there's a link to it. So those that want to find it can find it. Um, Folks, but uh, this portion of the program... And again, if you go, good afternoon to everybody that enjoys the noon report. And then, as many of you know, when there's breaking news, we go live. Uh, Yesterday, um, thank you. That was a tough story to cover. I want to thank Jacqueline Claire that was with me at the courthouse. Uh, Only radio people, only radio person that was inside. If you saw, I then did an interview with a family member from poor Olivia Passaretti. That was a very nice candlelight vigil they had for her last night. We have new information on that. But um, and then the rest, which is fine. People pointed out to me, Channel 10, Channel 12, they all used the interview that I conducted with the family member, which, again, I'm fine with that as long as we can get the word out. Uh, But I want you to know, you know, we were there. No one tells me to go. No one said, hey, Juan, you're in court. This No, I, you know, I grabbed Jack JC and we went on our way. And um, and other, you know, listen, it's becoming clearer and clearer. To those that want to pay attention, that your sources for real news of finding out what's going on, they're becoming very, very limited. And it's going to, I hate to break this to you, it's going to get worse this year ahead. But listen, we will continue to give you the real news of what's happening, of what's going on. So you're an adult. You deserve to know. All I want to do is give you what's really happening, right? The real news that's going on. And then you can decide which part of this that you you like or don't like. But this portion of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. Now, listen, we are very appreciative to all the supporters of the program. Could always use a few more. Uh, If you're listening right now, you'd like to advertise on the show. We have a few slots open for January still. Uh, Just go to the website, topetro.com. It gets results, like-minded people. And as you know, we go 24-7. But um, go to thepetro.com. It says click on contact John and or to advertise. But this part of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil company this winter, 401-521-0200. Lock and cap pricing, service contracts, budget plans, automatic delivery, oil burner service and installation, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Since 1947, you can depend on Henry Oil and online at henryoil.com. Uh, my friend Tim just the other day said, Juan, just so you know, I switched to Henry Oil. He isn't, uh, he, that's how he heats his, his home and business with, hen, with oil 
And he called and switched to Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, online at henryoil.com. Well, folks, the uh, website continues to set record numbers at topetro.com. And don't forget, topetro.com, which is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Listen, stop in there. Support them. Dana, they run such a great operation. It's always a nice crowd. Uh, End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Not that far from It's My Health. But stop it and see Dana. Uh, they're going to be rocking with the, the uh, final Patriots game coming up Sunday against the Dolphins, plus the NFL playoffs. They do karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road. Plenty of booze and fun and food and karaoke Friday and Saturday in the NFL ticket on Sundays. Well, folks, I want to, um, and again, welcome everybody in. Um, I, I want to also, before I just give you the latest about this, for lack of a better reason, it's the car crash killer, right? This, it was premeditated in my mind. It was, I thought attorney Tim Dodd was excellent yesterday, uh, breaking it down for us. That's why we use him. I received a, a nice, uh, text message from a friend saying, boy, Tim Dodd is just so knowledgeable. He is folks. And he, you know, he knows, he knows what he's talking about. And that's why we go to him. And, um, but I, I just want to mention something about the year ahead. And listen, the, the, and, and, and let me just say this, the, the Republican party is, um, especially in Rhode Island, listen, it's not perfect, but I want you to understand that in, in my vision and world, there's 100 people involved with politics in Rhode Island that deserve to be challenged and or criticized before we ever get to the Republican Party. The Republican Party, what a lot of people don't understand, is listen, they are outmanned because the unions basically run the Democrat Party. And the union, the unions are a 24-7 operation with a lot of money. And now they've had the infusion of Black Lives Matter and all the progressives, and it's a civil war between the two. So, listen, I, I've known Susie Yankee for some time. I like Sue. She runs the party. She does the best she can. It's not easy. It's been difficult. There's some very good people in the Republican Party. There's still the more reasonable individuals. Um, if you heard last hour, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe makes a very, I think, very compelling argument that former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, this actually could be his window of opportunity to run for governor. As, as many of you know, and I won't bore you, my fear is elections in our state are not legitimate. The real office that needs to be turned upside down is that Secretary of State's office. But it is true. The Democrat primary is going to be very bloody. I, I, I voted for Cranston Mayor Alan Fung twice. I voted for him in 2014. I voted for him in 2018. Um, I consider him a friend. I've known him. I've socialized with him. I, I like Mayor Fung. Uh, I have a high regard for him. Folks, no candidate is perfect. Okay, you have to realize that. But it is, you have to look at who else is out there. So we'll see whether or not he decides that. But I, I will tell you, and I think this case illustrates the case of Olivia Passaretti. You know what's so terrible in... Last night, there was a candlelight vigil at East Greenwich High School. And good afternoon to the students that are watching. They've started watching the program, and I appreciate that, and their parents. And, you know, last night, there was a nice candlelight vigil, and she comes from such a nice family. And we're hearing all these wonderful things about her. 
But what happened on New Year's Eve, really New Year's Day, but she was out New Year's Eve and it happened one eight, right around one o'clock on New Year's Day. But it's still technically you're out New Year's Eve. <clears throat> but that is the danger of that that criminal, that Armis Segura, who should not have been on the streets. Olivia was was let down by our system. Olivia was let down by the political leaders. She was a child. She was 17. She hadn't even turned. She wasn't even an adult yet. She had so much of her life ahead of her. And the wonderful video that I shared on Facebook that her cousin put together about her, that song, it's tough. But all these nice things and none of it can bring her back. All you can hope for is to try to find some semblance of justice. But I'm telling you, you know, I posted on the Facebook page, Black Lives Matter have put out their agenda for the General Assembly for this year. And it it is basically an agenda of crime. It is basically an agenda of, uh, and by the way, this is BLM PAC. This is not Brother Gary. This is not Brother Gary that many people know that I've known Brother Gary for a long time. We've actually a friendly we don't agree necessarily on everything, but he's not part of this group at the state house. He's not. He does his own thing. He is a leader, by the way, and steps forward. But anyhow, uh, but their agenda, but our political leaders, that individual should not have been on the street. He should have been on the street. And I had a long conversation yesterday with a member of law enforcement that said, you know, one, the troopers are upset with you and, and you're upsetting people. And, you know, listen. I, I have been the biggest supporter of law enforcement. But I will say again, and, and, and this is what I was being told. Well, he wasn't, you know, arrested on a gun charge. And prior to this, he didn't kill anybody. And so that's why it was suspended sentence, suspended sentence. He would, This guy is a career criminal who was sniveling and crying in court yesterday. He has given the, the justice system the table for one salute for a long time. Thumbed his nose at it. He 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 has just maneuvered and weaved his way in and out of our judicial system. And I'll say this about this Armis Segura and his bride. Gee, too bad if you check to Petro.com. Looks like they need to postpone the wedding. You know that that uh, Alicia, what's her name? Uh, Peckham, who's actually going to marry this goon coming up June twenty second. Um, wait, 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 she couldn't marry, you know, who knows what her deal is. She's been arrested a bunch of times. I mean, the whole thing. These are not the people you want around you. Wedding postponed for car crash killer. That's exactly right. So, um, and also, we, we also put out just how much he posts on Facebook, by the way. But she was going to marry this goon in, in June, 30 years old. And now it looks like the wedding, I would think, is, is postponed. But what, what I'm saying is, what needs to change about the system? The system needs to be changed where the likes of this career criminal, uneducated, ignorant, thug clown, he should not be outmaneuvering our legal system. And that's what he's done. That's what he has done. And just, you know, and I told that to the person who's a member of the state police and that person is, you know, friendly to me and I've known them for some time. 
But I was saying, you know, I know you and I know the people you work with. And I've known the state police for a very long time. And I know a lot of people at the attorney general's office. And there's something wrong with the system if, if this degenerate lowlife is basically playing chess and you guys are playing checkers. So, well, you know, it's easy a Monday morning quarterback. We're not talking about that. We're talking about there's something wrong with the system if someone like that can outmaneuver. And he did. He successfully outmaneuvered. You can check the latest now on the website, DePetro.com, where he was even posting on Facebook that I have to do 100 hours of community service. I'll pay someone if you'll write me a letter. That's fraud. That should be another charge. Boom. She, the bride, the bride-to-be, his fiance, even though he has legal proceedings against him from one of his baby mamas, um, you know, she, she absolutely should be brought up on charges. And she obviously, you know, uh, uh, again, I mean, I, I'm not even going to get into, you know, do, you can figure out how these people are getting money if you just kind of step back and look at them. So meaning just what they post, the things they talk about, um, there's something on. But I think the, the, the biggest thing was he was hiding under the bed. Um, how much time, I keep getting asked this, how much time is he going to get? We're, we're going to have to wait and see what all the charges are going to be, what all the charges are going to be. I will get and have Attorney General Peter Narona. I'll, I'll have him on at some point. I know they're working on the case. I know he's done some media. I've interviewed him in the past. Um, I, I, um, I'll give him a, a fair shake, you know, to come on and, and talk about the case and so forth. But, but, but the family has a right to be upset. Regular people have, have a right to be upset. Um, I, I mentioned... You know, Black Lives Matter, this should frighten everyone. They posted their agenda on on the State House, uh, excuse me, for the State House, BLM Rhode Island PAC. And, and folks, their, their agenda, and, and what's so frightening is the, 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 the population, the real people of our area yeah, don't agree with their principles. But what's unfortunate is both the media and a lot of elected officials are afraid and intimidated by Black Lives Matter. So, and it's also comical to me that my old station down the dial has taken a hard left and now wants to pander. They think because all these idiots are so loud on Twitter, well, that's what the people of Rhode Island must think. The people of Rhode Island must all support, you know, AOC and Black Lives Matter and the squad. El Rongo. Wrong, wrong, what? No, but go, you go ahead. You go ahead and beat up the Republican Party and you go to the progressive left. Let them do that. Talk about blind leading the blind. But this is the Black Lives Matter. Medicare coverage for all children, including illegals. That was put in by Rep Morales. Wrong, wrong. No, we're not paying for that. Why, why am I paying free health care? For children that have come here illegally from Guatemala. No, we're not doing that. Wrong. Let them get donations from one of those agencies or from a Lorzer and his friends. Uh, repeal Labor. Now, Senator Tierra Mack, I'll tell you what's wrong with the media. They give her a free pass. If I wanted to criticize the Rhode Island Republican Party, if I wanted to, I would tell them stop being afraid and intimidated of State Senator Tara Mack. I, I interviewed her at 
at a, at a, it was either a murder scene or a shooting. And it was right in her neighborhood on Camp Street. And she was still saying defund the police. You can't be afraid of her. I recognize she's a woman of color. Okay. I recognize she's openly, you know, uh, she calls herself, I forget what she calls herself, like a, a, a woman of color, openly gay woman or something like that. I, I get that. But just argue with her against the merits. So look at this. Like, this is insulting. Repeal. They, they want to go after the police. These people want to weaken our police. Is there anyone with half a brain that wants to weaken the police right now? As if Providence doesn't have enough problems and 80 cops may leave the Providence police because the Lord's is saying, get the vaccine or you're out. It's like delusional. Wrong. Listen to this one. This is a Black Lives Matter priority. Prohibit credit checks for employment. Prohibit credit checks for employment. Do you want to have someone um, who's handling cash for your business, who doesn't pay any bills, has a horrendous credit score? Don't you think that people person might be more inclined to steal from you? Do you want to hire a bookkeeper that has terrible credit and is shut off from every credit card company? They want to prohibit. No, you can't check that. That's none of your business. Excuse me. That, that's fair game. You're the employer. You have a right to know. And then you make your own decision. And maybe the person, you know, can explain it. Or maybe you realize that's not someone I want handling cash. Sealing evictions. Senator Tierra Mack. Here we go again. Nope. Doesn't matter if they don't pay rent. You can't kick them out. Because housing is a human right. As they like to chair. Housing is a human right. No, paying your rent is part of the agreement you signed with your landlord. They want to pass a bill that you can never get evicted. That's wrong. Can't have squatters. If you can't afford the apartment or the house, then don't take it. Then don't sign off on the deal. But this is, why are you penalizing the landlord? Here's another one, Senator Tierra Mack. This is the Black Lives Matter Rhode Island PAC, their agenda priorities. In solitary confinement. That's another thing that's wrong. You know, many times those inmates are put in solitary confinement for their own safety. They try to argue, oh, it's so detrimental. Is there anyone listening right now that is worried about dangerous criminals? This car crash killer, right? This this lunatic thug drunk that killed poor Olivia. Are you concerned If he's in solitary confinement, I mean, I know part of me says I want him in the general pop so they could, you know, uh, show him that he's not the tough guy that he thinks he is. And solitary confinement. Why is she so concerned about that? Folks, notice also crisis intervention team. I don't even know what that is. Site-wide mobile crisis. That's another thing they want to weaken the police. My point is. As laughable and pathetic as the Black Lives Matter pack that their agenda priorities are, what's frightening to me is look what happened when they camped out on the state house and they're screaming at Governor McKee, right? They have him right now, this pack, when when they say jump, the people at the state house say how high. And that's frightening to me. See, there's more of us than them. 
These are socialist far left. Some of these reps, David Morales, he's not he's not even a Democrat. They're socialist, bordering on communists. Uh, custodial sexual assault bill. I don't even know what that means, but I, I doubt it's good. Representative Henry, she's another part of the, their squad wannabes. They're professional activists. These people are the ultimate that no one should have to work. You just take property and money from wealthy individuals. And, you know, minimum wage should be $25 an hour if the people choose to work. These people are demented. These are all failed policies. They want to weaken police. They want to open the prisons. And we, we are going to fight them every step of the way. Because we are not intimidated by them. I'm not. Let them. What the worst thing they can do is call you a racist. And they already do that anyway. That word doesn't even mean anything. You know, there was a time if you were called a racist, you're like, hey, I don't like the sound of that. Now, if if I had Patricia Morgan on, I was called a racist for having her on to defend herself against the critical race theory. So they call her Nicole Salas, the mom in South Kingston. What do you think they they throw a lob at her? Oh, you're a racist. You're a ra- Why is she a racist? Because she thinks there should be a boy's lavatory restroom at the school and a girl's. That's racist. Well, first of all, that's not racist. That's just someone that doesn't think there should be the neutral bathrooms. Any parent that has been paying attention would know that in Virginia, one of the reasons that race for governor was decided was they went to the, they let a, a boy pretending to be trans went into the girl's room and raked a girl in the bathroom at the middle school or the high school, whatever it was. So excuse me for parents. So if you're against, boys can say, you know, I identify as a girl. I want to go in the girl's room. That's what that guy did or kid or punk or rapist did down in Virginia. But there's such small pea brain that 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 doesn't make someone a racist. If someone says, you know, so BLM, obviously, folks, they, they as you know, they talk about me. They talk about me at the rallies. They chant my name at different things. Like, you know, do you think that it doesn't worry me? Um, but they are also the type. I, I got a lot of feedback from them because I was saying that that Leah Thomas was Will Thomas, high school swimmer, was a swimmer at University of Penn, UPenn, Ivy League. Suddenly mediocre, but still on the men's swim team, University of Penn, two first freshman year, sophomore year. Will Thomas then said, you know, I think I identify as a girl. Started taking um, hormone blocker or something like that. And so this year, it's, there's a big meet, excuse me, coming up this weekend. Will Thomas is now Leah Thomas and is smashing every record in women's swimming, destroying the sport. And so I said... I think that's wrong. How is that fear to girls? You know, he may identify as a girl, but he's in a a male body. And female swimmers have said they have larger lung capacity. They're larger. They're just stronger in the pool, shattering swim records. The second place swimmer is coming in behind 44 seconds behind Leah Thomas. And wouldn't you know, Black Lives Matter are saying on Twitter going after me, 
That's racist and homophobic to say that that trans person shouldn't be able to swim in the races. The reason I mention that is just how ridiculous they are. And they are. But you can't be offended by them. You can't be, be, you can't be intimidated is more the word that, that I'm looking for. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogie. Listen, this is who you can depend on. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. And I know firsthand, I told the story, it's just a few months ago, I'm not only a supporter and fan of R.E. Coogan, I'm a client. I am, or a customer, what, what have you. Uh, suddenly, we didn't have hot water. Hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No, I called R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, uh, listen, it's going to be stormy over the next couple of weeks. It's January. I have a feeling the next month will be February. Uh, so if you're having a heating problem, call them 401-732-6562. Emergency service for plumbing, heating, and cooling. It's R.E. Coogan Heating. Folks, again, check out the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Discover the brood difference Two locations in Johnston, one in Providence, and then you also have the Brood Awakenings uh, on Bald Hill Road in Warwick, and then Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Remember, fresh ingredients, cozy environment. David is just terrific. Check out the Brood difference at Brood Awakenings. Well, folks, right now, I also want to just stay up to speed. It's 1231, and we're going to bring you the latest. This criminal... Uh, they need to make him, I think Tim, Tim, uh, Tim Dodd said it very well yesterday. He needs to be made the poster boy for everything wrong with the judicial system. And I'll also go forward and say this. Governor McKee, if he allows and gives licenses to illegals, you know, as I was saying, uh, uh, as you know, a car can be used as a weapon. That, that car crash killer that killed poor Olivia, he, he used his vehicle as a weapon. He even posted on Facebook, as I posted on DePetro.com, I'm going to get drunk and I may just ram my car into someone. He's in somehow, but a, a Mercedes Benz that it sounds like they bought a used Benz and they never registered it. Now, a Mercedes Benz is obviously a larger, heavier car than the, the vehicle that Olivia was driving in. He used that as a weapon. Yeah, a car can be transportation. But it can also be used as a weapon. As I said last night, much like we learned on September 11th, that planes can be used like a bomb as a weapon, as they did with, you know, the, uh, the Pentagon and then also the, the World Trade Center. So this business of Governor McKee, well, you know, this is about equity and Lieutenant Governor Matto saying, oh, they're new Rhode Islanders. We need to. Oh, yeah, everybody, it's a human right to... No, excuse me, Lieutenant Governor Matos. Driving is not a human right. It's a privilege. That's why they get driving privileges suspended from time to time or revoked or whatever it may be. Oh, yeah, that's how they get to work. No, uh, I sat in court yesterday and it's one drunk driving case after another. And they, you know, the media doesn't talk about that, but then there's the translator there and these people, as I said... These names you can't pronounce, 
You know, they, they can't even, oh, yeah, I live, you know, the judge is trying to communicate. I live in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Right, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. No, what, what's your date of birth? Right, Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Like, all they can say is the address. So, no, what, 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 what's, your, what's your zip code? Uh, uh, June 5th, uh, 1980. No, 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 that's your date of birth. What's your, you know, what's your zip code? Pawtucket, Rhode Island. No, like, th- this is what we're dealing with. Let alone when they're like half in the bag. And they're all found with like booze in the car. So it's so insulting to start the new year that Governor Dan McKee still has a priority to give people. So they landed Quonset on a Tuesday night in the dark of night, flown up from the border. And on Wednesday, they drive them to the registry in Cranston to register them to vote. And give them a Rhode Island driver's license. And I'm against that. What do you think the Black Lives Matter Pact says? Because I'm against it. Wait for it. You're a, you're a, ra- oh, I'm a racist. I mean, this is ludicrous. No, wrong. No, I don't want them on the road. I'm not, I don't feel safe on the road the way things are now. Rhode Island notoriously has bad drivers. Now you want to bring people that don't, they don't know the difference between their zip code and the date of birth. No, that, that's a problem. It doesn't make me, a, it doesn't make me a racist. It's Rhode Island leaders are not protecting families. Rhode Island leaders right now are not protecting children. The system failed Olivia. Governor McKee has not even commented on her death. Does he know? Does he care? Peter Narona, he did, the attorney general, he's feeling some heat. We'll talk to Chaz Kalender at some point. He's got a challenger. But the adults failed because all they're paying attention to are the loud voices on social media, up at that state house. We got to do more for the homeless. We got to do more for the panhandlers. We need to defund the police. Alorza now is saying, oh, So if I put in the vaccine mandate in Providence, 80 cops will be fired. So Lourdes is like, you know, that's one way that I could get rid of 80 police. That's almost that's almost 20 percent of the force. So as if Providence doesn't have enough problems, Providence needs more police. For those of you that saw when I did the we did the one after dark live feed at the armed standoff on Charles Street last week. Three hours in the cold where I was surrounded by non-English-speaking individuals. Um, Some of the people, and again, I'm not saying they're all criminals, right? But some of the people that could converse with me, could speak, you know, English. um, Some of them were saying, one man was saying to me on Charles Street, he, he wants more police in his neighborhood. They're tired of hearing the gunshots. Charles Street in Providence that, that used to be, you know, that was territory. I forget exactly whose territory it was. I don't know if it was Eddie Lato or someone else. But, you know, back there was a time that if anyone broke into your car or broke into a business or a house, there were people you could make a phone call and either get the stuff returned or, you know, there was, there was definitely there was definitely an organized crime. Now, forget about it now. Holy cow. I have not been standing there on Charles Street in the North End in quite some time. And... Good luck trying to find anyone speaking, uh, you know, English. My goodness. And then those of you that saw the live feed, they were singing uh, 
illegal, the illegals have their own Christmas carols, they have their own New Year's songs, all this other stuff. So but one of my favorites was the guy that was there from Puerto Rico. And I, I was just saying, hey, it's pretty cold here. Why not, well, how come you're not down in Puerto Rico where it's nice and warm? Those of you that's already said, are you there you have to work. There they make us work. Here we get everything for free. That's why we came to Rhode Island. And we're welcomed here. Sanctuary. Sanctu- you are a sanctuary country. I said, no, actually, it's, it's called a sanctuary state. But also that's why, you, yeah, oh, Puerto Rico is ridiculous. They make us work. You got to have a work. You got to have a job. Here, we, we, we get everything for free. Mayor Laws, I take good care. You know, you can see the, the interview, folks. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Competition Shooting Supplies. Contact our friend John Francis. Boy, he's got some beautiful new merchandise. And folks, you know what? The, the amount of police numbers going down in Providence, there's what the Black Lives Matter priority at, at the General Assembly. They want to weaken the police and open and clear out the prisons. I have three words for that. Competition shooting supplies. 401-727-1716. Stop in and see my gun guy. Now, for those of you who may be intimidated, just say, I'm a John DePietro listener, follower, what have you. Uh, watcher, viewer, whatever you want to say. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take exit 2A. It's the last exit in Rhode Island. Uh, you go past the Attleboro train station, and then you cross back in Newport Avenue competition shooting supplies firearm ammunition he also will buy if you are looking to sell some firearms you got the right place and he's and he's very good john is very good about his facebook page in um in updating that with a lot of he's got some beautiful new stuff this is where i buy my weapons folks you need them you know i have to admit there there was a time in my life that i didn't think living in Rhode Island, that you would even need to have a weapon. Now, and they want to bring more of them in, the state is getting more dangerous, not less dangerous. But make no mistake about it. The General Assembly, the, 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 the leaders in this state, they let Olivia down. They let her family down. All those students at East Greenwich High School, the adults in the state let you down. Because they're too intimidated by the progressives who are anti-law enforcement, the anti-police. They're anti, they want to repeal all these laws. Then they want to expunge things. You know, their their path forward is is far more lenient on uh, incarceration. They always want the suspended sentences. Governor McKee. And I hate to say it, but even Attorney General Peter Narona, they, 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 I, and I don't think it's in McKee. Um, they need to stand up to these individuals. They do. Because just because they're loud, it doesn't mean the crowd is with them. You know, all those children that came out last night to do a candlelight vigil for poor little Olivia, who was robbed from this earth, 17 years old. Robbed of her life. I would ask Governor McKee and all those at the General Assembly, don't all those children out last night doing a candlelight vigil for their classmate, don't their lives matter? Aren't their lives important? You know, just because it, it doesn't fit your political agenda. And I already know the answer. Alorza, Alorza answered that when Maya was killed on August 1st. He heard 
that a 24-year-old girl was shot and killed for no reason in a gang-related shooting. And all he did was say, oh, that's too bad, and then kept packing with baby Fromar to go to Adventureland in New Hampshire. Nope. Governor, why else do you think Governor McKee appointed, and he did appoint, Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor, who's still out. <laughs> she has COVID. She wasn't appointed there for her her leadership. She, she was with the Providence City Council. She went along and voted, said, yes, I want to defund the police. That's who he made lieutenant governor. Tells you all you need to know right now. And let me just say this, folks, at 1242. Anyone that says, yeah, defund the police, that is not someone who cares about families. That is not someone that cares about children, elders. They don't care about law-abiding citizens. You know, one of the best things about the progressives is that, um, who's that actor? Um, What's his name? He's always a big pot smoker. Uh, uh, I'll think of it. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. It was about a month ago. Because there's all in, in L.A., L.A. crime is terrible right now. They're doing break-ins. They're doing uh, armed home invasions. They're also doing follow homes. They see elderly women in a nice car. And then they follow them home. They killed one of the women. They followed her home from the store. So Seth Rogen said, you live in a big city, get used to it. So what, your car gets broken into. See, it's that type of attitude, right? It's that type of attitude. So what? So what? In San Francisco, there's a lot of homeless people. In L.A., there's violence. Get used to it. Wrong. That's, that's unfair to families and children and our, our elderly citizens. The progressives, Kat Kerwin summed that up best. Hey, you live in a city. Get over it. Too bad. There's a lot of noise here. We do what we want. Screw the police. That's their attitude. So what? Your house got broken into. You know, they're, they're demented in that way. So if someone who's Caucasian is beat up, uh, uh, robbed, or even killed, they don't blink an eye. Well, there you go. your white privilege for you. But I want to get to folks because this can't be ignored. Governor Dan McKee in, repeat, in recent weeks has repeatedly insisted, this is Boston Globe, we talked about this last hour, ramping down on COVID in the lead up to Thanksgiving. The state could have done things differently. He said, if I had a crystal ball, if I had known this was happening, well, we would have done things differently. Well, as I have told you, he is at war with the Department of Health. The Department of Health is tired of the governor basically lying. So they leaked a confidential internal state report obtained by the Boston Globe. And it's dated November 16th. Rhode Island has recently experienced considerable increase in daily cases. We suggest there be more testing. This virus could spread. People at the very least need to be warned. Governor McKee saw that, and what did he do? He ignored it because he was then leaving the state on a two-week vacation. Now, the reason I mention this, so the Department of Health, they were warning him November 16th. Folks, this is a little bit of after September 11th when we learned that our intelligence agencies were getting warned about these Middle Eastern men that were taking flight lessons in American flight schools. 
you know, as much as we were all shocked on September 11th, <clears throat> uh, the government wasn't because the government was hearing chatter amongst Al Qaeda of a tre- they called it a tremendous event was going to take place. Our officials didn't know where. They thought maybe it was going to be overseas. They never dreamed it was going to be on our own land. Then we learned in July and August. Remember, there were only 19 hijackers. The 20th was sitting in a jail cell because FBI Minneapolis had a weird feeling about that guy that went in, had no interest in learning how to take off an airplane, jumbo jet, or land it. He only wanted to know how to steer it. That's why I remember there was supposed to be 20 hijackers. So the reason I mention that is Governor McKee keeps saying, hey, you know, we didn't know. We were totally caught off guard. Um, That's obviously not true. Because on November 16th, the day before he left on his two-week vacation, he put it aside and said, we'll deal with it when we get back. And folks, he and the state have been chasing the tail ever since. Now, I want to just also mention, and I talked about this last hour with Dan McGowan. Um, that PCURI sold out game the first Saturday at the dunk. There, there were a few people in masks, but what, what is unfair are there are people, older people. Listen, the numbers don't lie. There, there are people older, let's just say over 65 or even over 70, that died in the month of December. And, and they died from covid Governor McKee, uh, you know, vacation or no vacation, he had an obligation as governor to at least let the Department of Health put out a warning. But he said, well, you know, I I don't want to do that. We were ramping down at Thanksgiving. His information told him to do differently. That's why I said he's this is like the mayor of Jaws telling people, you know, Amity means friendly or whatever it was. This is going to be a great season. Look at this. Fourth of July. Everyone's in the water. He, you know, that, that famous scene where the mother confronts the mayor. You, no, Chief Brody, you knew about this, right? Larry, uh, Larry, the mayor, which is a great character, was ringing the ding about Governor McKee. And there's that picture of him at that charity event. And they're all, no one has a mask on. Now, all I'm saying is, listen, I'm saying uh, the state report from November 16th, in hindsight, showed the state of the spread was up tremendously and it was spreading. My point is he had an obligation to at least warn people. Now, let's go to that PCURI game at the dunk. There were older people. I received an email this morning from... Um, I'd have to go back and check. I think her name was Lisa. And they brought her grandfather. He's a big PC fan. And everyone was there, no mask. So the grandfather didn't have a mask. And uh, I didn't, she said he got gravely ill the month of December. Now, I think he's still trying to recover. They believe that he caught it at the game. She told me they wouldn't have brought him to the game if the governor had put out a warning. They, she, she's put her children may have gone and her husband would have gone, but she wouldn't have gone and her father wouldn't have gone. So, or I think it's the children's grandfather. My point is, folks, you know, a lot of times if you go to a PCURI game, there, there's a lot of older people there. There's a lot of families there. 
Uh, it's definitely an element of spread. And the fact that they would not put out a warning um, is just mind-blowing. So the McKee people are really playing catch-up and they're, I'm sure, angry at the Boston Globe. Uh, they put out a huge two-page statement to the Boston Globe where he's trying to run cover and, you know, he was finally able to take a vacation and he was in touch with the staff and blah, blah, blah. That That's not the point. The point is um, he had an opportunity. I believe that, that this is a turn. I am telling Telling you right now at 1250. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I told you when I saw, because I worked last week, when I saw him in Winsocket at that briefing, what did I say? I said he looked rattled. He knows something. He looked desperate. And then he kept deferring to people. He was afraid someone was going to ask him about it then. That's why he's never done that. Oh, you know. Oh, let's ask Tom. Oh, let's get Mark Pappas up here. Oh, let's get that. He, he was like, oh, I, I, you know, suddenly he's Mickey the Dope up there. So he, he was rattled. I was right about that. The only one that was not rattled at that press briefing, because she probably didn't know, was Mayor uh, Winsaka Mayor Lisa Beldelli Hunt. She was the only one who was not rattled at that press briefing. Um, and Matos, Lieutenant Governor, wasn't there and wasn't even mentioned because she's got COVID. But that whole scenario, as it played out, was um, there was nothing good about that. There was nothing good about that. He, he knew, as that mother said to Chief Brody, you knew that there was a shark out there. And you still let people go in the water. Now, Governor McKee, uh, and I'll even, I was even at the briefing right before Thanksgiving where... Um, Dr. Scott and Governor McKee were totally not on the same page. And I also want to say this. You know, I've been throwing a lot of blame on her plate. But I'll admit, it's tough to tell who's the problem here. One thing we know is that they obviously don't get along. Now, I want you to think of this. In the middle of this pandemic, and the numbers are skyrocketing. And we're going to talk to Dr. Andrew Boston coming up next hour. But there are people that still can't even get an appointment. And this business of Governor McKee, like, oh, problem solved. We're we're calling out the National Guard. Well, there's no other card to play after that. The National Guard doesn't have, you know, medical training. The, the National Guard is the National Guard. They're good at organization. They're good at, you know, I was there. They definitely diffused what could have been a very difficult problem after the riot. But th- this was a series of decisions that Governor McKee made. And one of them was when he set up. October 1st deadline for healthcare workers that either get the vaccination or you're fired. He set in motion a healthcare crisis that we are dealing with right now. That's that that happened. I was in Cumberland the night outside of his home when he ordered the state police to just start arresting protesters to get them out of there. And as I've told you, there were 25. You can watch the videotape. Or the live stream, I should say. And I am counting the number of cars. There were 25 state police cars there. And somehow, New Year's Eve, Olivia's killed. And they, the guy is walking along, apparently, on Bald Hill Road, fled the crash, bleeding, no cell phone, limping along, and no one, 
no one even finds them. I, I don't know. Still don't know what to make of that. State police revealed that they put out canines and they also were using a drone and you, you couldn't find the guy. Like, I, I, I totally don't get it. But anyhow, um, I want to stay on point. That set in motion now, 1,300 people were knocked out of our health care system. And the Governor McKee says, you know, on second thought, uh, even if you have COVID and you're a health care worker, you can come and, and work. You know, this, this is ridiculous. You know, yesterday, this whole thing of all hands on deck and, you know, it's an all hands on deck effort and blah, blah, blah. Um, what, like, what are you talking about? I recognize that all governors are having somewhat of a difficult time. You know what's great on Twitter is this Amanda Pitts. She was at Channel 6. Now she's at Channel 12. My mom woke up with COVID symptoms yesterday. Called me to book her testing boy, and I had to tell her there are none. Testing availability at state-run sites is very limited in Rhode Island. No appointments today or tomorrow. The next appointments that open up are next Monday. It's Wednesday. Wow. I mean, he is just... This is, and now there's a new variant coming. Do you hear about that? In France, they've detected a new variant, IHU. That's not good. So, but let me get to, so yesterday at the State House, I get it. Governor McKee, uh, plans in the work, 180 National Guard to assist with tests, vax at hospitals. He said, we're going to open the urgent cares to relieve ERs. The urgent cares have been closing in Rhode Island. We're going to get insurers to release patients quicker. What are you talking about? So people that have COVID sick in the hospital, you're going to start kicking them out of the hospital? This this is embarrassing. Listen, I recognize it's an emergency. I get that. And I also uh, get the fact, you know, the whole thing. Everybody gets a vacation. Um, that, that, was, that was not the time. To take a vacation. I love this legal insurrection post. Defunding the police has been a massive failure. Look at the amount of crime that has taken off in the country. And folks, as I mentioned to you yesterday, um, it's it's um I I was there. I oh here's a tweet from Governor McKee. Bop pop vax for January sixth. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) Now he's doing pop-up vaccination clinics. This is for tomorrow. Wakefield, ages 5 and up. Gordon School, East Providence is 5 to 11. Plus, state sites, pharmacies, many health cares. Is he giving out scratch tickets? Is he giving out scratch tickets again? My favorite, there's a lot of good lines from Governor McKee. Who I didn't, you know, I I pegged him wrong. I did. When he came in and marched, I thought, you know what? Let's give him a chance. Kind of refreshing and so forth. Our Rhode Island leadership is failing the state. I like this tweet, Governor McKee. All Rhode Islanders should do more to help the people of Central Falls. Why is that? <laughs> Why do the people of Rhode Island have to? What do you mean all Rhode Islanders should do whatever we can to help the people of Central Falls? Why? Because somehow he has figured out that they're going to decide the primary, as frightening as that is. So all hands on deck. You know, that that expression is overused, right? It's just overused. You know, there's something, though, about the Democrat governors. Cuomo, New York. Now we have Governor McKee in Rhode Island. How about 
the, the situation in Virginia. Did you see those people? That's that Governor Ralph Northrum. Remember the guy in the, there was a picture of him and he was either in the uh, KKK outfit or the blackface. He never would admit which one was him. But those people were stranded on 95 for 27 hours. Folks, there's something, here's what you have to decide. And right now it's 1258. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now remember, next hour is radio only. If you, if you live outside of the listing area, you can uh, listen online at the website. But um, there's, there's, there's something about that they, they just, they, they don't approach things properly. They just, they don't approach things the way you have Republican governors that just seem to be more of an in charge. I don't know what it is. I think part of it is just the Democrat governors, they still try to pander too much. What, what people have to decide is Governor McKee is showing you right now what it would be like for the next four years, maybe eight years. And Rhode Islanders are going to have to decide, is, as I've said, is he really the best we can do? This style of leadership, however you want to describe it. Um, I, I would argue that the state can do better. I mean that. Um, I think the state can do better. I think we deserve better. His method of governing, in, for me, it's just, it's too much pandering. It's too much, you know, uh, it's too, everything is geared to the Latino vote in the September primary. That's why he chose Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. That's why everything's like, every Rhode Islander should try to help the people in Central Falls. Everything is geared about his political future. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news uh, Facebook Live, I will be back later, one after dark, or if there's breaking news. Next hour is radio only. Uh, Power Hour's next, Dr. Andrew Bossom. You don't want to miss this. He's next right here on the John DePietro Show after the one o'clock news.